Good morning. Reading today is from Matthew, second chapter. Now, after the wise men had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child, to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw what he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went away to the land of Israel. But then he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod. He was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee, there he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Dan. You may be seated. Let's pray. God, here we are at the beginning of a new year, and um, there has been so many things that we have held over this last year, and we just take a moment now to remember those and name those personally and as a community and how we have been shaped by them, but your promise remains. You are with us always. And so as we embark on this new year, Uh, We just take a breath and pause in this moment to trust that your spirit comes each and every time that your word is proclaimed. So send your spirit now into this moment, into the circumstances, into the now and not yet. Amen. So one of my daily um, spiritual practices is um, the Pray As You Go app on my phone. And as I listened to it uh, early this morning, it shared the scripture from the Old Testament, number six, chapter six, as the appointed reading for today. You know this, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. It's a blessing that we often share at the end of the worship service. And as each day on this little app that I listen to with my AirPods, it shares a little context and then a reflection, and then it just gives time for quiet. 
And this app reminded me today that today is the World Day of Prayer for Peace. And so as this blessing speaks of everything which is promised to us from God, the app invited me to extend this blessing not just to myself, but to the whole world. And I thought, what a way to start the beginning of a new year with a wide blessing of God to all the places and people of this world. But instead, you came to worship today, and instead of this wide blessing in Numbers chapter 6, Matthew tells the story of the raw details of which Jesus is born. The incarnation happens, God takes on skin, but this does not magically take away the cruelty of unchecked human power, the grief we hear of the deaths of babies, and the fear embedded into this fragile, broken world. This story quickly smudges a clean whiteboard of a new year with ache and so many questions. But we also, as a community, commit this year to dwelling in Matthew's gospel for the long term, so there's no skipping the hard parts. And even begrudgingly, we trust that scripture as a living word will lay something at our feet or place a star in the sky, even for a moment, to light the way. I received an unusual and beautiful gift this year, a box filled with 12 individually wrapped gifts, one for each of the 12 days of Christmas. So even as I pack the Christmas things away this week and as my vacuum is clogged with pine needles, and as I flip the calendar already to a new year, I still open a gift each day, and it's been an act of patience and restraint for me. I'm a middle kid. I love the instant gratification of a gift. I can't just watch it. I have to open it, and so it's so hard for me to wait. But I have heeded the process, and I look forward each morning knowing there is a gift that's still yet to be opened. And so maybe God, in the midst of Matthew's gospel, will offer us the same, a gift for this day and for the days to come. And so here are a few nuggets for you to unwrap as we begin this new year. The first is Joseph. As I mentioned on Christmas Eve, Matthew is the only gospel writer who has invited us to hear about Joseph, so much so that we even get to enter Joseph's dreams. And this is what we know. He did actually sleep, even with a colicky baby. And in that time of unconsciousness, connected with the divine, And he listened, and he heeded what was spoken to him by God. He didn't overthink or do a T-chart. He acted and trusted that God's story was being written among the unfinished pages 
of this unexpected life that he was living. Joseph, who started his marriage in such a difficult way, who was not the biological father of Jesus, took on a call with this misshaped family. And even though the writing about Joseph ends here, there is so much to be noted. He created a family in a way that wasn't expected, adopting a son, providing and trusting with however much faith he had that God would act and continue to act. And he was a part of the story that was still being written. Joseph was open to God's next word and the stillness to receive it and the guts to obey it. I wonder about this in our overextended lives that we live. Where's the time for you for quiet? To simply receive divine love, to watch and pay attention to God's presence, and to know that it will come. How can this sacred listening and this openness land in your life? and land in the life of this church as we discern God's presence at Mount Olivet in the days and years to come. The second nugget here is Herod. Matthew paints a gruesome portrayal of Herod, so fearful of another's power that he would wipe the lives of innocent babies in order to keep his power. As much of a tyrant as he was, Herod was also a master builder and orchestrator of public work projects, including the reconstruction of the Jerusalem temple. So many lives were well kept under his jurisdiction, and so we can imagine that many probably could overlook this murderous tendency in order to keep the status quo. How do we affirm powers that keep economies running and taxes low and look away at the injustices that infest? How is the call to justice, to do justice and speak up for the oppressed being enacted in each of us in what we say and do and decide each day. The third is the Magi. We can limit the story of the Magi as some additional characters in our nativity scene, but if we do, we miss then that there was a clear call to non-Jews in this story, astrologers from other places being called to come to see with intuition and grit enough to make a long journey, to come to religious material in scripture that wasn't their own, so they could understand where this God was being born, to simply offer their presence and wonder. It wasn't fear that brought them to Jesus, it was wonder wonder of the divine entering this world, maybe in a way that they were not familiar, 
to offer the gifts that they had and also to receive. You see, the Magi also receive a dream, not to go back to Herod, but head back in a different way, not to heed to worldly power in fear, but to trust in what God was doing and to see the presence of Jesus in this world, even as a baby. You see, even in these opening chapters and years of Jesus' life, the gospel is being extended to all people and faiths. God being the connector, not the disruptor of all people. And the last is this. Even when you can't understand it or see it yourself, God is up to something and won't leave this world untouched. And Matthew, more than any other gospel, links Old Testament stories and prophecy to the fulfillment of those promises revealed in Jesus. Matthew wants us to see this meta-narrative of what God has enacted in history and still in daily life, but it's not always obvious. Even today, Joseph was told in a dream to go to Egypt to become a refugee in another country so he would not be under Herod's eye. Egypt is the place where God freed God's people and brought them back. Because even in this story, Jesus is linked to the story of the Exodus, to God saving God's people. There is so much more biblical knowledge in this story, and one can know scripture without recognizing Emmanuel. One of the really profound things I did in this in-between week was to do a lot of watching of Disney Plus, and so I watched the movie Finding Dory, Again, the Disney Pixar movie that is the follow-up to Finding Nemo. Dory, the royal blue tang fish, has short-term memory loss and gets estranged from her parents. And so she makes the adventure to go and find them. And so even in her memory loss, she has a, a dream or a remembrance of collecting shells when she was young. And in the collecting of shells, her parents teaching her to follow the shell, to make her way back by following shells if she forgets the way. Well, at the end of the movie, Dory finds herself in a kelp forest, not knowing where to go at the end of her rope on this adventure of trying to reconnect to her parents. But then she looks down and she sees a shell and then another. And then as viewers, we are given a wide shot of this little section of the ocean floor where her parents have laid out shells in every direction, working in this time that they were apart, putting shell next to shell in the hopes that she would find her way home, and she did. Whatever faith means for you in this new year, what is the present that you are meant to unwrap today? 
May the practice of faith not forget that Emmanuel embeds in the unexpected places and in your lives right now. So watch for it. Pay attention because God is there, the divine swirled within humanity. And if nothing else, be open to the next shell, leading us ahead in this new year. Amen.